We are not singing about that building. This is the house. Amen. Amen. Can we claim the works of the Lord this morning in our lives? The miracles of the Lord. The demon shaking in our lives. Where you demonstrate the power of God in this temple, this house of worship. Yes, this is a house of worship because this many houses of worship have come together and made this a house of worship. Hallelujah. The Lord be glorified this morning. As we are standing, shall we turn to the gospel according to Matthew chapter 6 and verse 13. Matthew chapter 6 verse 13 And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil Shall we pray Father We have come together at your feet this morning to worship you Lord Thank you, Lord, for making us worthy to worship you. And our qualifications only that the Lamb of God was slain on our behalf and we believe in you, Lord. This morning, we, the house of worship together, have come together to glorify you, Lord. Talk to us this morning. Your eternal word. We pray that you will minister into our hearts, into our lives, and transform us, Lord. We pray that you and you alone will be glorified. The cross of Christ will be lifted. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Please be seated. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. This is a prayer for protection. In fact, most of our prayers are one in one way or other connected to our need for protection. We live in an unsafe world. Physical, our physical safety is in danger. And more than that, our moral safety, our spiritual safety are all at stake in this sinful world. This verse is taken from what we commonly call as the Lord's Prayer, which is actually a part of the Sermon on the Mount. Chapter 5, 6, and 7 of the gospel according to Matthew is generally called, titled as the Sermon on the Mount. The Lord is teaching his disciples about the kingdom principles, about salvation, about our life and morality, our relationship to God and his kingdom, our need for prayer, and it ends with as having the right foundations in life. 
he teaches his disciples that prayer is an important part of our life on this earth so the lord included a model prayer in that sermon and several aspects of prayer in his discourse to the disciples we must be people who pray as i said we call this the lord's prayer but it is really not the lord's prayer because the lord never had to pray this prayer because in here in this prayer he is teaching his disciples to ask for forgiveness of iniquity which he never had to pray because he was sinless he never to ask for forgiveness but it's a moral prayer and it starts with a connection to the father in verse 10 it starts in verse 9 it starts with the connection and the relationship to the father in verse 10 it teaches us about our need for submission to the will of god and in verse 11 we ask us to get all our provisions by seeking god's will in us in verse 12 we read about forgive us our debts asking for forgiveness confessing our sins and asking for forgiveness and in verse 13 the we come to the portion we read lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil let us pray this that particular segment a little slowly lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil hallelujah lead us it's a prayer for leading guidance we need the leading of the lord we live in a fallen world we are lost without a leader people do wicked and evil things to each other but satan attempts to thwart the plan of god in our life jesus had to battle satan while he lived on the earth jesus knew that his disciples would also have to battle the same battles we are in a spiritual warfare our enemy is trying 24/7 to inflict injury upon our lives physical mental spiritual emotional and his hope is that when we go through them these temptations these trials we will disown our savior that's what he is hoping so he tries to inflict us with sickness of all kinds accidents injuries discords in relationships failures pains 
separations and loneliness, depressions, and you name it. The list is exhausting. And his purpose is only one thing, and that is to fail us in our Christian journey. The Lord is asking us to pray, Father, lead us. The word lead used in this uh, verse is not to give us a map, like having a GPS and say, here it is, go. That is not the meaning of that verse, that word used there. That word used there is very powerful. It is about carrying us through. Shepherding us through. Walk along our side. Make us go through. Carry me through God. My father, carry me. When you go out, when you wake up in the morning, every morning, pray, Lord, carry me through. When you are in a dilemma, pray, Lord, take me through. Struggling with a situation, pray, Lord, lead me through. When you are afraid and you don't know what to do, pray, Lord, take me through, lead me through. I don't know what is ahead of it. this bend. I don't know because the light's not very clear. The path is not well defined. Carry me through, Lord. I'm afraid. It's okay to tell God, I'm afraid because he understands you. We must become people of prayer. In 2023, May I request all of you to pray to God to make you people of prayer. Ask the Holy Spirit to transform each and every one of us to be people who pray. The church badly needs prayer warriors. Our families need Prayer warriors. Our young generations need prayer warriors. My family must see the prayer warrior in me. Then only I can speak about prayer in my, to others. They should see a father, a husband, who seeks the face of God and prays, lead me, Lord. And this prayer will then not only give you the confidence that the Lord will surely show us the way, but that he would also be with you. He would become the way for you. And he would stand with you. And he would walk beside Lead us. Lead us. And the second portion of that verse is not 
into temptation lead us not into temptation do we have to pray that do we have to pray that yes because the satan will try to tempt us everywhere and his purpose in temptations is to fail you and me what is temptation temptation is always a solicitation to sin the greek word temptation though is also the same word used for test temptation and testing have been interchangeably used adam and eve they were tempted in the garden of eden but they miserably failed our story became what it is today because they failed there satan went to peter and tempted him and peter failed i don't have the time to explain all those things but i know most of you know what i'm talking and he went to judas and judas failed and he came to jesus and jesus chased satan away satan will come to all of us and i can guarantee today that if you are given time to testify most of if not all of you will testify to the fact that the the tempter satan has tempted you in the past so many times satan will come to us with temptation but one thing we should never say is that god is tempting you you should never say that the reason i am being tempted is god what does james say james 1:13 and 14 let no one say that he is being tempted for god by god for god cannot be tempted with evil and he himself tempts no one but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire if you are being tempted god cannot be responsible for that god does not tempt us i want you to be very carefully listening to me now god does not tempt us underline that but temptation is everywhere god will never want us to fail in any of our temptations he will never make us fail or fall he wants you to stand he wants you to be coming out victorious he wants you to succeed and he wants you to come out in flying colors as we said earlier the temptation and the test are interchangeable a good teacher gives his or her students not temptations tests do you know what the purpose of the test is 
not to fail you a good teacher will not give his students tests to fail teachers give the tests so that we can pass and move up into the next grade that's what good teachers i'm talking about good teachers they don't give tests for the students to fail god will not lead us into temptation but god can do something because temptation is a solicitation to sin god will never want you to do that but our god can take an opportunity that the law that the devil has brought before you as a temptation and he can turn it around and make it a test for you to stand and prove who you are when satan brings a temptation to you god can take the same scenario as you are being tempted to make you stand and prove who you are suppose you are on a diet and your good friend wants to see whether you are really serious about what you have decided so one day he comes jolly matthew is on diet and my friend takes me and he knows that i like ice cream and especially the cold stone creamery is so good and you know what he does he tries me by it slows down and he talks about going in and trying a tasting if jolly matthew is serious jolly matthew will look the other way and my friend keeps on going pushing me finally i will say my dear friend you can try all you want but i have made up my mind you are wasting your time you are wasting your gasoline let's go back i'm not going in yes it was a temptation but it proved to me a test where succeeded the roads of life take us through ice creameries of all kinds temptations are at every corner god did not put it there he did not bring them there but those very same temptations can become tests for you and me to prove ourselves to prove who you are your character your faith your resilience your love for your family and your foundations in life miss you something if you fail one time by going to a cold stone ice creamery with your friend probably nothing with much will happen at least not in the long term and the consequences will be minimal 
ice creamery stands that the devil takes you to the harsh temptations in life have the potential to destroy us destroy us in our faith life destroy us in our family life and destroy us completely in our life also and it will destroy our eternity and our destiny the devil wants us to stop by these ice creameries the temptations that he brings us stop there and indulge in it god wants us to resist the tempter and become victorious the lord will stand with you he will lead you through he will strengthen you with his word and with his spirit god will give us the power to drive by there without even thinking of stopping there what might have been an occasion to temptation and failure can become a test and a chance to prevail in your life when we pray to god to help us in the way we are in fact asking god to lead us through life in such a manner that those situations that you and i face will not affect our faith life on the contrary it should strengthen us i don't know what you are facing but we are all right now right now as we speak can think of temptations in life we are admitting we cannot face it on our own when we ask god to help us it's only by grace that we stand my dear brothers not because we are able on our own there is so much debate among theologians about this portion of the lord's prayer why would a disciple of jesus pray that god will not lead him into temptation that's how it is written right lead us not into temptation but in the original text there was no punctuation at all for the entire sentence lead us not into temptation one sentence so it might seem that god is the one who leads us into temptation if you don't i don't know whether you have really meditated this portion and wondered why it is written there. lead us not into temptation as if god the father is leading you into temptation and as if the prayer is god don't lead me there today don't lead me to temptations and that is really not what is written there hallelujah but when we study the portion well hallelujah glory glory hallelujah we should realize that that is really not what is said there in james 113 like we said when tempted no one should say god is tempting us for god cannot be tempted by evil a more careful study of this prayer makes us realize that 
the prairies lead us lord we need your leading and take me through hallelujah when we traverse this wicked world this sinful world lead me lead us lord in 2023 i don't know what is ahead of me lead me lord you know everything lead me lord bring me through temptations that could lead to our downfall take me through it because i am i'm facing it but take me through it it is prepared for my downfall but you stand with me as i am going through it god can turn those temptations into tests and opportunities for you to succeed each time we pass a test we have to realize that we are prepared for a higher level in our life hallelujah hallelujah when we wake up in the morning all of us we have an itinerary that we have prepared for the day and we know some of them are difficult to deal with and we prepare for them because we know they are difficult tasks we ask god god help us through it but then there are the unexpected ones that pop in between they're totally unprepared for them it comes striking from the left field you never knew it was coming the devil had it prepared for you to trap you to get you and we need the lord's help his presence his divine protection in those situations hallelujah satan was hoping that jesus would fail in those temptations in the desert and also all through his life in turning the stone into bread in jumping from the top of the temple or bowing down to the devil on top of the hill i'm not going to explain all these things you know when you are up on the top of the hills remind yourself that tempter could be very close to you very close to you unless you deliberately seek the presence of god you have the potential to bow down to satan there Jesus the perfect man the god man transformed each and every temptation into a test he turned it around and made it into a test and showed to his disciples how to handle temptation for that he sought the counsel of god and we know that he was led by the holy spirit to be tempted by the devil so he had the assistance the protection of 
two things and definitely the third one. God the Father, God the Holy Spirit and his eternal word. And those all are available to us. When we are being tempted, this is exactly what we need. And this is all we need. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, the paraclete, he becomes our counselor, stands by us. Asking God to help you in your temptation is the most effective way to deal with it. You know why? Because our Lord knows what we are going through. Hebrews 4, 15 and 16. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. Let us then approach the throne of God with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Are you in need of God's intervention today? Approach with confidence because the high priest that is representing you there the counselor that is representing you there, the lawyer that is representing you there, he has gone through everything that you have gone through and you are going through now and he understands. And Hebrews 2, 8, 18 says, because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. The name of Jesus is powerful, my dear brothers and sisters. When tempted, keep uttering the name of Jesus. We sang about it. The name of Jesus is powerful. Hallelujah. When you are in the midst of trouble, midst of temptation, use the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Meditate on the Lord. Engage into a conversation with God. Because you must know that you cannot come out of it in one piece on your own. Try all you might, you will fail, you will fail. Enter into a serious conversation with God when you are being tempted. Hallelujah, start a conversation. At the end of the day, what is sin? Sin is not just breaking a rule as much as it is breaking a relationship. Sin is breaking a relationship and you will be found very, find it very difficult to break the relationship to somebody when you are talking to that person. You cannot, you cannot engage in a conversation with somebody and then right away turn around and disown him. That is why we are asked to pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. What does that mean? Do not stop connecting to God. That's what it means. As much as it is difficult to do, that much it's a necessity for our survival. Hallelujah. We need to be people who are in communication with the God. 
Lord every day, every moment. It's impossible for us to betray God when we are in the middle of praying. Can we? We just can't. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are there asking God to come down in your temptations and to strengthen you to drive past those ice creameries that Satan has erected for you and to prepare you for bigger and more challenging situations. Lead us not into temptation. And the final portion, let me finish. But deliver us from evil. Sometimes life leads us into trials and hardships that can shake the very core of our faith. The prayer is not to keep us from evil. Listen to what I'm saying. The prayer is not to keep us from evil, but to deliver us from evil. The prayer is not that we will not have troubles or dangers. It is there in the scripture. Deliver us from evil. That's what we would rather have no trouble in life. Given to me, given to Jolie Matthew, I don't want to have any trouble in life. I don't want to deal with problems. I'm not very good in dealing with them. I like sunshine all the time. I like the wind beneath my wings all the time. Gliding all the way through. I would like to be on the hilltop all the time. Prosperity at its best. Yes, sure. Healing all the time. The best jobs all the time. The best financial situations every day. The best of everything. Yes. But life is not that way. We face hardships that shake the very core of our existence, our faith, and our relationship to God sometimes. And the devil will even come and whisper into your ears at that time, when you're going through those situations, if you are the child of God, why do you go through this? Does he really care for you? Is he really that loving God you always say he is? The psalmist Asaph was like that. When going through some tough situations in life, he felt as if his foundations were shaking. In Psalm 73, I would urge you to go and read it when you are home. He was quite shaken in his faith. Then he went to the temple of God where he received the answer from him. In verse 24, it says, You guide me with your counsel. And afterward, you take me into glory. Life is full of troubles and trials, difficulties and challenges. If some prosperity teachers have made you think otherwise, their teaching comes straight from the mouth of the father of all lies. Our prayer is not to be free of troubles. It is not even to spare us of spiritual attacks. We 
because it is going to happen. When you stand, when you stand for God, you will face spiritual attacks too. But the Lord is teaching us that if we pray hard enough, the Lord is not teaching us that if we pray hard enough, these bad things won't happen. Even though, and we know the story of Job, the righteous person, the godly man, what he has gone through. The word deliver implies trouble. When do you need deliverance? When you are in trouble, right? You don't need deliverance anticipatorily. When you are in trouble, that's when you need deliverance. Abraham delivered his nephew Lot when he was taken away by the, the Gentile kings in the battle. The people of Israel were delivered from Egypt in their bondage after 400 years. The three Hebrew war boys were delivered in the fiery furnace. Daniel was delivered in the lion's den. Deliverance is not an exclusion from troubles, but an intervention in the midst of trouble. An intervention, a divine intervention in the middle of trouble. I'm coming to the close of my message. As the prayer is, deliver us from evil. Deliver us, not deliver us from harm. It is about spiritual safety, not as much as about physical well-being. What is evil? Those dark forces in the world and in our souls that threaten to tear our relationship away from our Father. That is evil that battles against our spirit and thereby defeat and, and, and the purpose is to defeat us in our Christian life, in our journey. And some translations read the evil one. Either way, there's no much debate about it. Satan is the thief. He comes to steal, to kill and to destroy us. Is prowling around like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. Hallelujah. When you, when, you set, when you set out in the morning to your work, to do your daily chores, pray, God, come with me. Guide me. When you send your child away to college, pray, Lord, keep her or him. Watch over him from all the influences that she may stray from faith. Pray that she gets friends that love the Lord. Pray that she will not be confused by all the intellectual attacks on her faith. Guide me. Lead me, Lord. When there is a disagreement between a husband and wife, I don't know about you, but 
sometimes we do. Pray. Lord, let not the enemy drive the two of us apart. Help us through these troubles. Help us to turn to each other and to you in this difficult situation. When tragedy strikes a family, pray, Lord, meet us at this grief point. Help us not to pull away in our anger towards you. On the contrary, make us people of faith to trust in you. That is deliverance from evil. It is not an immunity from evil. Because we live in an, in, in, a, in, a, in an evil world. That's what the Lord prayed in John 17 for his people. They are in this evil world. My disciples, the ones you have given me, they are in this evil world. But keep them. Keep them. Hallelujah. Blessed is the man who endures trial. For he has, when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, James writes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, let me conclude here. Remind yourself that we are living in a wicked world. Every moment we need God's guidance. Every moment is a moment of temptation that the devil could bring against you. Pray that that temptation will turn into a test to prove your faith, to prove your love for God, to prove who you are. Test yourself and prove yourself. The Lord doesn't need to prove he doesn't need you to prove yourself to him. But every time you stand a test, you prove to yourself that God is with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let our life be a life of conversation with God. A life of trust in God. Where he and he alone will take glory. 2023, we don't know what lays ahead. Nobody can guarantee that we will be here tomorrow, next week, this time. I can't. But one thing you can guarantee that you will be with the Lord all the time, whether on this earth or on the other one. Hallelujah. Be with God. Ask him to be with you. Ask him to hold you. Ask him to carry you through. Ask him to take you through these fiery situations in life. Because his name is perfect. May the Lord bless you.